G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Hellyer is the chair of the organising committee, the man who's been carrying something of the weight of responsibility uh, over many long months now. Hello, Ron. Welcome to 2020. Morning, Neil. How are you going? I'm very well. Uh, Ron, look, you have been working hard. It's about five months, I guess, of hard work in the lead-up to the uh, the big weekend, Reality 2014. Uh, has it all been worthwhile? Well, I'm numb from the waist down, and um, I reckon that was worth it because um, all of the people who uh, came together uh, with all of the churches have seen an amazing outpouring of the Holy Spirit in town. Um, So when you say the church is getting together, this doesn't happen in every community in the way that it does appear to have happened there in Broken Hill. Uh, Just how did the churches all uh, unite together, work together for this one event? Well, it started with the power of prayer. We started... um, in January, um, basically organising it, and we commenced with with prayer meetings, and those prayer meetings eventually came down to daily meetings um, last week before the event, and they're shared by all the churches, and we were running um, running prayer meetings at every church, um, and the Catholic Church ran them twice a week. Uh, everybody else shared them down to daily. And uh, those prayer meetings started to see the unified spirit of God come through. Uh, That's an interesting thing about prayer, isn't it? That when you get believers of different brands, if we say, you know, there are different brands, there's Catholics and there's Australian Christian churches, which is your brand, and of course uh, churches of Christ, all the different brands of churches, you get together and pray, a lot of those barriers do fall aside. Well, there was no... And right at the beginning when we started... Those clergy who were involved did not want their titles broadcast. So they just wanted they, to be they just wanted to be recognised as one John, gathering of Christian believers. Yes, just their Christian name. We're all on the same level. There was no titles involved. Um, we are all and have to be of one accord. And as they led that, we've seen one accord come through those prayer meetings. We've seen a rise in. The level of enthusiasm, we've seen quite a lot of travailing and weeping at the prayer meetings and we've seen incredible passion starting to come through. And in the last few last week as Will Graham's team was here, I was just amazed that people who had sat, if I, if I could say it in the back row of the church, rising up and speaking God's word with such authority and power. Mm. I like what you say when you say those prayer gatherings were marked by uh, 
travailing in prayer, of uh, shedding tears. Uh, Those are tears for the lost. Is this something that happened in the prayer times? People began to appreciate the the dreadful nature of the lostness of individuals and the need for the salvation that would come through this preaching of the gospel. Is that the sort of of tears that were prayed? And, and, And Broken Hill, you know, historically has been a very hard town. Um, you know, pretty well uh, unionism commenced here. It's had um, many trials and tribulations over its year. It was a hard mining town, a hard drinking town. All of that underlying uh, history, if you like, you know, has made it a very tight and hard place to, to minister to. Um, and whilst it's a, the, one of the friendliest cities in the world, it still has that hardness when we talk about spirituality. But We've seen a breakthrough in that, and and that breakthrough has been the, all the churches of one accord. And if I can quote our uh, one of our ministers, um, actually yesterday after the morning um, the morning service, he said, "Finally, the sheep are all in the one paddock." Wow. Uh, let me talk about the hardness of the town for a moment. And uh, and as you say, don't want to take anything away from the warmth and the friendliness of people in Broken Hill, but uh, it is a mining town. And uh, there is perhaps not an easy place around Australia in the outback and in mining towns to be able to bring the gospel and uh, to present a message that will bring breakthrough in people's lives. How has that hardness been cracked or broken uh, with this uh, weekend that you've just had there? Is, is there a, uh, something that you would perceive to be a, a, a different uh, atmosphere, a certain a softening towards the things of God because of the, week, the weekend's meetings? I think, I think we've seen two areas. One were new Christians, um, and they were coming from a whole mix of people in the city, uh, including visitors to the town. Um, in, in hearing that gospel message that Will preached and Bill, Bill Newman also, um, we've seen, we've seen people moving towards that and recognizing that, you know, their life at the moment really isn't going anywhere unless they have Christ. And the other one was a very broad recommitment from Christians in church. Right. I want you to stay on the line with us, Ron, because I want to introduce into our conversation George Rodriguez, who is the Executive Director for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia. Hello, George. Welcome to 2020. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm very well, and thanks so much for being available to be a part of uh, something of a debrief and to talk about some of the highlights from the weekend. Uh, Ron Hellyer, the Chair of the Organising Committee, is still on the phone with us. Uh, but from your perspective, George, uh, what sort of a weekend was it? Do you count it as a success? This was an amazing success. I just uh, Right from the beginning, from the first discussions through to this weekend, I just feel that we are in the middle of the will of God for the city. The uh, results have been amazing. The conversations, uh, the number of people who've made commitments for Christ, even the kids that play out late at night, 11, 11 p.m., kids playing in the park, some of them as, as young as nine years old, eager to hear, hear to, uh, to befriend us. Uh, some gave their hearts to Christ at the service. 
this is an amazing, amazing weekend. George, you're the guy, I guess, who's going to be in charge of crunching the numbers and uh, you're counting it as a success. Uh, When we talk about numbers, some people are impressed by uh, the numbers of people who've made first-time decisions to follow Jesus Christ. And, of course, uh, Billy Graham Crusades uh, for many, many years have been renowned for uh, the sorts of figures of people coming forward and making a first-time decision. How do those numbers look from the weekend? So we have... uh a grand total of uh, 70, 70 decisions for Christ. The last one was a, a backpack, a young Italian woman that uh, came to listen to the UCB broadcast this morning at Gloria Jean, <laughs> and somebody shared the gospel with us. And this uh, young woman uh, really was touched by the Lord. She had tears in her, in her eyes. And when I told her that Will Graham came to the city because the Lord wanted to speak to her in person. The Lord wanted to speak to this young girl called Denise, Italian girl, and she readily agreed. I said, of course, Will came to uh, help the churches uh, reach out to the whole of Broken Neal, indeed to the whole of Australia through UCB Radio, but it is for the one, the one person that's the greatest success. So uh, we're still sorting out uh, uh, first-time decisions to recommitments, but uh, I think uh, we're roughly... uh, uh, Ron will probably have a better figure. We, we haven't finished the figures yet. We still have a, 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 uh, in a one-way event tonight. But I think we're looking at about uh, 60% first, commis- uh, uh, first commitments. But we can get back to you when we have the final figures uh, sorted out. Now, let me come back to Ron for a moment. Ron, how big is the population in Broken Hill and how significant is there that there are 70 first-time decisions to follow Jesus Christ? Um, I think we're toggling around um, 19,000, something like that. Um, it might be, you know, 500 either side, but that's about the population. We've been fairly stable for some years. Um, it doesn't fluctuate a, a, a great deal. There's still plenty of employment in town, so the you know, place is very buoyant. Um, in relation to the numbers, we were... We're getting about 400 um, to each of the services, so we're really happy with that. Um, and I think the thing that touched me the most was seeing people that um, we 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 know. You know, it's a small country town, so you know most people in one form or other. And seeing some of those people coming out to the front that that we know what they've gone through. Um, and and they they heard the message and in fact they turned up at the door without an invite and were just drawn in they didn't come with anyone else and yet they they were out the front um, uh, we really rejoiced over that that we'd spent years um, you know ministering to these people some of them had been in church some of them come through our youth groups and so forth to see them come back and to get on track um, was amazing we had a crew in from Ivanhoe. And I think five of their their kids went up for first time decisions. Um, one of the you know, the male members we'd probably known for 25 years, uh, he went out in the desert for at least <laughs> probably 20 of those. Lost his wife and kids um, in divorce, um, and yet he's back. And uh, and he was uh, we finished with him this morning. They're on their way back, and there's a mini revival happening in Ivanhoe. So um, I'm just uh, I'm. I think we're going to take some time to sort of take all this back in and 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 just hear what what God wants us to do. But we've already got a plan and it started to hatch and uh, and we can see how we can continue this for uh, 
for the future of not only our city, but as I said, this is already out in Ivanhoe, um, Wilcannia, Tipperborough, all the remote parts of this town are going to be linked by rivers of uh, the Holy Spirit. We can see it coming. We know it's there. Let me come back to George for a moment. George, this is the sort of thing that happens when there is a Billy Graham Crusades event in towns. Uh, there's a new lightness, a new warmth uh, towards the things of the gospel. Is it the sense in which uh, it's the weekend that's the beginning of a transformation in a community because Christians in that community appreciate more how to pray and about the mission of bringing the gospel to people's lives. Well, when we uh, when we are invited into a, into a city by the uh, the local church, so we we look for an invitation of all the denominations, if at all possible. We come in long before the uh, the weekend, the revival weekend. We come in months, preferably a year ahead of time, and uh, we uh, train. The churchgoers, the people that are in church already, we train them through a course called the Christian Life and Witness course, which, which gives people skills to share the gospel. It encourages them to, to make a list of people to pray for. That in itself revives, helps revive the church. Revival must first come to the house of the Lord. You see, and, and, and uh, so eventually when uh, Will Graham or, or any other evangelist comes to preach, the city has been prepared. There are people have been in prayer preparation, they feel uh, empowered, they feel they've got the skills to share the gospel, and they bring people into the, uh, into the meeting. So we always say that the sharing of the gospel, the, the, uh, the evangelist up at the front sharing the gospel, that's 10% of the effort. 45% of the effort is a preparation, year-long preparation. In, in uh, Brooklyn it was a bit shorter than that, but the churches are prepared, they are in prayer, which is essential. And then we have the proclamations, which is 10%. And then the follow-up, which is absolutely essential, is the other 45%. So the preaching of the Word is, is like the meat in the sandwich, if you, as if it were. So the churches will now follow up every single person that made a commitment, will found them, invite them to church, befriend them, meet them where they're at in life. George, I want you to stay with us. Uh, we will say farewell to Ron Hellyer, who is the chair of the organising committee there in Broken Hill. Ron, thank you so much uh, for being with us on uh, 2020 today, be part of our little bit of a debrief. And uh, I know that there's still lots of great work ahead, as what we've just been hearing from George. Of course, there's a follow-up that's got to go uh, ahead of you as well. But thank you so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks a lot, Neil. Bless you. And we'll come back and we'll talk some more in just a few moments. Uh, George, you stay with us. Uh, some more people to talk to as well about what's been going on at Reality 2014, the Will Graham gatherings on the weekend in Broken Hill. We'll come back and talk some more in just a short while. 2020 on Vision. It's Neil Johnson with you on 2020. We are talking about Reality 2014. Of course, it's been a huge weekend in the western town of Broken Hill. Reality 2014, Will Graham, the grandson of the iconic evangelist Billy Graham, who's been in Broken Hill for the weekend. There's been some wonderful evangelistic crusades that have been going on. We're talking with George Rodriguez, who's the executive director of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. You can contribute to our conversation too. Perhaps you 
you are in Broken Hill and you were there as part of the Reality 2014 event on the weekend, you might have a few insights into things that were going on. Your impressions, you can give us a call on one eight hundred eighty eight zero eighty seven six and be a part of our conversation today. George, when we talk about what's going on through this weekend, you mentioned importantly in our last segment about the follow-up. What happens in follow-up after a, a crusade like this Will Graham crusade? So the, uh, the councillors uh, take down the details of the people who make a decision at the, uh, at the events and, the, uh, and they of course are in prayer for these people and the churches, the local church the local church is responsible to, to connect with these people, uh, to bring them into the, uh, you know, in, into fellowship with the, uh, with the people in church. A lot of those people make decisions, in fact, have been invited to the uh, crusade event by somebody that's already in church. These people have been prayed over for a long time, and they've been invited to come in and make a commitment. But some just walk in the door, some just hear about it, like we had a, a taxi driver that uh, we connected with in, in, in this taxi, and we invited him, and he came, he made a commitment. Now, he has no, no uh, current connections with the church. So the church will connect with him, will invite him in, will, uh, will uh, befriend him, will meet him where he is at. So there's a, you know, there is ongoing uh, commitment by the churches to truly befriend these people. It's not the case of getting all the person in and bombarding them with uh, Bible verses or, or making demands on their lives. It's just sharing the love of God, the love of Christ on a continual basis with these people to draw them into the fellowship with the local church of all the denominations that participated in the, uh, in the event. George, I want you to stay with us, but I want to introduce into the conversation uh, UCB's CEO, uh, the CEO of the Vision Radio Network, Phil Edwards, is on the line with us. Hello, Phil. Welcome to 2020. Hello, Neil. Phil, you've been a part of the broadcast that's been going on over the weekend and uh, helping to coordinate things. And I know you've been doing a lot of networking, too, with a lot of people who are a part of the whole Will Graham and uh, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. When it comes to the broadcast, it's been a privilege, hasn't it, to be involved? Uh, it certainly has been. I've got to say, I love being out here in this part of the country. It's just such a unique place. And I was chatting this morning, actually, with the mayor of uh, of Broken Hill, and he just shook my hand and said, yeah, thank you so much for uh, taking this nationally. You know, we, we need all the, the tourism help that we can get to get the word out. And I think this is just a great place to, pe- to be. And it's, you know, it's a place where, where God loves people just as much as anywhere else uh, and probably has some of its own unique uh, challenges. You know, one of those is isolation. And you know, I've chatted to a few people here who are uh, avid listeners to the station, and they, you know, just can't thank us enough for uh, for the, the help that that comes through listening. Uh, you know, that that helps them to not feel so isolated. And I just hope and pray that out of out of this weekend, you know, aside from uh, the activity we've been doing to support the uh, the outreach event here in town, uh, that you know, it helps to put. Vision Radio a little more on the the radar here in town because you just don't know what's going to come out of that with people hearing a life-changing message of of hope and, and restoration. 
through Jesus. Phil, George Rodriguez, uh, who's the Executive Director of Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, is also on the phone with us. And we've been talking about follow-up, what happens after uh, first-time decisions, people who are deciding to follow Jesus Christ. Now, we know that Christian Radio plays a tremendous role in helping people to become mature in their faith. Uh, what do you see as, uh, you know, as, as part of the follow-up? Uh, there we are in Broken Hill on the air, not only uh, with the Vision Radio Network, but also uh, broadcast through Cross FM, which is another station there in the town. Well, no, it's one in the same, actually, Neil. Um, Cross FM uh, broadcasts the vision full-time on 94.9 here. So uh, it's, it's great to be able to partner with them. Uh, for many years, they ran some local program, and uh, uh, at some point in the past, they said, look, let's not try and duplicate things, and we'll just uh, take the program from you guys. So it's a great outreach. And again, it's another, another example of partnership uh, in with the local church, and it's really good to see here the local churches actually working together. Uh, and I think there'll be some really good things that come out of this, just from the the fact that they've been able to get together, do something, prove you know proof of concept, if you like, that look, we can actually work together and do something. Let's do some other things in the community down the track. George, if I bring you back into our conversation, when you're talking about follow-up, uh, I guess it must be a huge advantage to have uh, Christian Radio on the air to be something of a support. Is that something you'd well, be encouraging new uh, new uh, people who've uh, come to faith to, to do, listen into the radio? Christian Radio is, in my personal opinion, one of the most powerful mediums to reach people where they're at, in their cars, if they can get it in their homes, I have to tell you that uh, many, many years ago, I came to faith in Christ through a radio broadcast, and I was glued to Christian radio in the country I was living in uh, every day, driving to work, coming home at night, early in the morning. Christian radio was a great source of comfort, of encouragement in my early walk. Indeed, still today, I love Christian radio. It is a very, very powerful medium for the gospel of Jesus Christ and for discipleship. We'll talk some more about Reality 2014, the Will Graham Crusades that have been on over the weekend in Broken Hill. Now, Phil Edwards, I understand you're about to jump on a plane. Is Are you in the waiting? Are you waiting now to, to get on a flight? Yeah, I'm actually just standing outside the Broken Hill Airport <laughs> and uh, just looking at the Royal Flying Doctor Service uh, hangar next door. And, you know, this really is a, a, an iconic place in Australia. It's such a great privilege to be here. Except if you could do something about the flies, Neil. I, I, made, I made the mistake of walking out here with a dark blue shirt on and they're just sticking all over me like crazy. <laughs> uh, isn't that great? Well, welcome to the Outback. That's nothing new for you, though. A, a Gilgandra boy. Yeah, no, well, this is almost my neck of the woods. I was uh, grew up in central western New South Wales, but you know, this is just a little further west. But uh, yeah, I just love being in the country. It's great. Well, Phil, uh, we'll leave you to get onto your flight and uh, thanks so much for being a part of what we're doing today as a bit of a debrief on what's happened at the Reality 2014 in Broken Hill. Thanks very much, Phil. Thank you, Neil. And if I could just say real quick, uh, thank you very much, uh, George and everybody at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, the way they've they've looked after us here in the local churches and, and particularly the guys there at Glory G who we were this morning. They were just wonderful. So thank you, everybody.
Well, thanks, Phil, and we'll come back and we'll talk some more. George, I want you to stay with us. Uh, We're going to talk some more to various ones who've held different areas of responsibility. We're getting a bit of a debrief and talking about some of the highlights from what's happened at the uh, wonderful Reality 2014 program in uh, Broken Hill over the weekend. It's Neil Johnson with you on this Monday edition of 2020, a special edition where we are checking in with what has happened over the weekend at the Reality 2014 event in Broken Hill, Will Graham, the grandson of iconic evangelist Billy Graham. And, of course, uh, that third generation since Billy Graham, of course, uh, from Billy, there goes to Franklin, who's also involved in uh, evangelism ministry, and now Will Graham, the grandson of Billy Graham, here in Australia over the weekend. In fact, uh, George Rodriguez, who's the executive director of Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, uh, Will, uh, there's some more meetings continuing today in Broken Hill. That's right, Neil. So there's a, a dinner tonight, and if it, uh, a dinner where uh, a lot of the uh, Christian folk in this city have invited their friends to uh, for a lovely meal and, of course, to, to meet Will Graham and to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, which is central to all that we do here this weekend in Broken Hill. George, I want to ask you the question that everyone listening in country towns, regional communities right around the country would be asking. And, of course, as you know, the Vision Radio Network uh, all over Australia, more than 580 cities, towns and communities. And many people listening to our conversation, no doubt, inspired by what is going on in Broken Hill, what has transpired over the weekend and continues, as you say, today. But for those communities right around Australia where churches can get together and pray... How can they put on an event like Reality 2014 that we've seen in Broken Hill on the weekend? Well, uh, there's only uh, one Billy Graham that we have to shed across this land. He can't come to every single community. But, you know, uh, I'm just reminded uh, of uh, the passage in the the Word in uh, John where, where Jesus saw the crowds and he had compassion on them. And then he said to the disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. You know, we need to uh, get around uh, helping as many communities as possible. If we can, as the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia, if there's anything we can do to encourage the local churches to uh, rally around, to unite and to, uh, and to step out with events uh, for the gospel of Jesus Christ, if there are communities communities that are interested in this we'd love to hear from we'd love to hear from the church leaders in communities and we will do the utmost to encourage them to help them with christian life and with this process perhaps helping them to organize we might even find people that will come out and stand with them i don't want to make any firm promises on the radio we don't know how many communities will be connecting with us but we are we are here to serve the local church our, our, our role is not to come and do things for the local church. We come alongside the local church. And I'll be very happy to hear from uh, community leaders. If there's unity in any one community, if there's, if there's unity in any one city or town, we would love to hear from the church leaders in those towns. And we will do our utmost to reach out, to, uh, to work alongside them uh, to 
bring the good news of Jesus Christ to the community. I think you might be inundated with calls, George. What a wonderful problem. <laughs> and, of course, uh, people can contact you, I guess, through the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association website. And uh, and I guess, is there any such a thing as a kit or a, or some sort of a package that people could get a hold of in a, in a country town, in an outback town, where it sort of gives some hints and tips as to how to organise some we- sort of an evangelistic rally? Well, we will connect with each individual community and see what their needs are, and we'll and we will uh, uh, send them uh, information. And, uh, we'll we'll talk to them about the Christian life in Woodsus classes, the way of organising, and we'll we'll do outnas again, depending on how many uh, connect with us at any one time. We will do outnas to treat each community with respect and with uh, personal uh, attention. Not a you know one one size fits all. George, continue to stay with us. I want to introduce into our conversation Pastor John Curtis, who leads the Broken Hill Church of Christ. Hello, John. Welcome back to twenty twenty. Hello, Neil. It's great to be back. Oh, we were only talking last week, John, and uh, talking about how the preparations were going, and uh, now we get to a point where uh, the main part of the weekend is perhaps even now past, although there's some more meetings going on today. Uh, but in your in your ideal, uh, what has it uh, been like over the weekend? Uh, do you count this whole weekend as a great success? That's putting it conservatively. It's been a fantastic weekend. We've seen God at work. Um, families coming to, to faith, uh, individuals, uh, people renewing uh, their faith when they've drifted away. Uh, it, uh, the, the, I understand I haven't got all the numbers in front of me because I'm out of town at the moment, but um, there's something like 80 um, uh, commitments to Christ, uh, some renewals, but the majority of them new converts. And so uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, John, as one of the local pastors in the town in Broken Hill, uh, what sort of responsibility do you need to take in some, in so far as follow up goes? Have you got a team of people, say, in your local church, and is there teams in other local churches that will be actually following through those new decisions? All the Protestant churches have been involved in this, and, and even the Catholic Church to some degree, and uh, they've been trained through the Christian Life and Witness classes uh, about follow up. And one of the things that I, I find really encouraging with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is they have excellent follow-up. Now, I'm a convert from the 59 Billy Graham Crusades, and I can remember it getting in the mail follow-up material. And at one stage, I, I think it was within the first week, uh, the daily lesson said, now, one of the things you need to do is find a local church. So I did it, closest church to where we lived. I just started going. And... Uh, here I am, I'm now pastoring one of those churches. Uh, and so the, the, the follow-up is, is critical. Um, I mean, the Great Commission is not to make converts, it's to make disciples. And uh, that's an ongoing process that will only finish when we step into eternity. Uh, George Rodriguez is still with us, the Executive Director of Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia. When you've got all these new converts, George, uh, uh, and talking about those uh, those classes for helping people to be counsellors, to lead people through and to follow up, uh, that's really an important part of what you guys do too. It's not just the preaching of the gospel that happens with the evangelist, but uh, a lot of the work happens now on the flip side, when people have already responded and made a decision. Our effort with the local church is to make sure that every single person that responded 
at any of the events is personally contacted and encouraged, and if necessary, picked up to be uh, uh, given a lift to come to church, to, to the local church. It is, it is the local church that needs to develop that relationship, that fellowship, that friendship uh, with the people that uh, uh, made a decision uh, for Christ. So our, our effort on the BGA side is to continue encouraging the local church to uh, uh, go through with his contacts, uh, uh, reaching out to the people that made decisions for Christ. How critical is this at this time, George? Because uh, I guess this is the time uh, that those new converts, those people who responded and made a decision to follow Christ, this is a time when they could easily slip through the cracks. Uh, what's your encouragement uh, for people who are following up, people who make a first-time decision, uh, to actually uh, really warm to and draw alongside those new converts? That is absolutely essential. We know the parable of the, of the sower that went out to seed. We don't want these seeds to be seeds that just fall by the wayside that the uh, enemy will come and, and snap it away. People need relationship. The the body of Christ, the church, is about relationship, one with another and, of course, uh, with our Lord and God. So we need to reach out. We all need relationship. And, and without relationship, it is very difficult to have anyone out there isolated following the Lord without somebody having reached out. So it's absolutely necessary, essential, that every single person that came in, made a decision for Christ, is in touch with somebody that's uh, in a church and bring them in, befriend them, serve them, love them. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. That's what the church has to do amongst itself and amongst those who have just joined the church by uh, accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. John Curtis, in the town of Broken Hill, uh, you're one of the pastors, and uh, as we've been talking about uh, following through, following up people who've made those first-time decisions, there is going to be a new excitement in churches throughout Broken Hill. I was talking to you last week, and we were talking about the mood in the town in the lead-up to uh, the Reality 2014 event. Uh, what is the mood likely to be like, do you think, uh, once, uh, once the dust settles? Neil, it isn't that, that there's going to be. There is uh, a mood in the churches that's very positive. They are seeing God work. Now, we know God works all the time, but we're not always aware of it. We don't focus on it very much. But uh, now that the Christians in Broken Hill are seeing God at work and are very excited, and I, I don't think it will stop when the team leave tomorrow. Um, I think it will go on already. Uh, the churches are planning to uh, get together each fortnight just simply to pray together as Christian brothers and sisters. There's a real unity in the town, but there has not been in, in the 50-odd years that I've been in Broken Hill. Uh, well, John Curtis, just great getting your impressions as to things that have transpired over the weekend and the mood as it is at present and is likely to continue. Very buoyant, very excited as to those things that will come about as a part of the Reality 2014 event with Will Graham. Uh, John, I want to thank you for being with us today on 2020. Uh, George, thank you. It's great to talk with you, Neil. Thank you very much.
Fabulous. And, uh, George, I wonder if you can continue to stay with us. We'll talk some more about what's going on uh, in Broken Hill in just a few moments. Rise and shine. We're sitting here with evangelist Will Graham. Uh, what, what are your favourite Christian artists? I like a lot of different type of Christian artists, and I've worked with so many. You know, We've worked with Michael W. Smith. we worked with the Newsboys before, the original Aussie guys and the Kiwis now with Michael Tate <laughs> and um, with those guys. Well, I've got a poster here with some of the artists that we play here at Vision Radio. Um, this little band here, Third Day, what do you think of them? No, now third day they've been around a long time. They're they're kind of like the granddads of yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> the right, yeah. Maybe uh, for Australians, they seem to be the best for Australians, <laughs> especially a guy named Matt. Rise and shine, weekday mornings on Vision. In my hand, I have a beautiful blue book. It's entitled Happy Wives Club, One Woman's Worldwide Search for the Secrets of a Great Marriage. Now, being the honest soul that I am, when it was first put in my hands, I was a little bit sceptical, a little bit uncertain. But as I opened the cover and began reading the pages, I became intrigued. Fawn Weaver essentially sets out on an exciting, exotic trip across six continents and through more than 18 cities. Her quest simply to find the secret to a happy and fulfilling marriage. It's one of hundreds of brilliant Christian resources from ucbdirect.com.au. Station sponsor. How can you help Vision? There's lots of ways, but one of them is supporting businesses that support us. Like station sponsor Rainbow Frames and Trust Albany for all your timber framing and trust needs. 2020 on Vision. It's Neil Johnson with you on 2020. We are talking about what is the big talking point, particularly when it comes to evangelism outreach in Australia. And, of course, that is the Broken Hill Reality 2014 event that's been on over the weekend. Will Graham, the grandson of the iconic evangelist Billy Graham, has been in town and has run a series of outreach events There's been more than 70 people who've made first-time decisions in uh, Broken Hill this past weekend. On the line with us, George Rodriguez, who is the Executive Director of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Uh, We've been talking about following up those 70-plus people now. And uh, in in one sense here, there's a new maturity that comes upon churches that get involved in follow-up, isn't there, George? Because uh, sometimes you can be sitting back, relaxing and watching the world go by... But when there are new converts, something stirs the church to action. Neil, the gospel is not the business of professionals. The gospel is the business of everyone, everyone in church. It's our responsibility. Everyone, those that are sitting in pews, it's their responsibility. And Christian Life and Witness classes teach that. And these opportunities that come with a major... Uh, outreach in a city are a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for people sitting in church, for Christians, to rise up to their calling and to reach out and to follow up and follow through. Not only follow up and follow through, but to reach out to the person in the supermarket, to the kid's teacher, to the medical doctor, to the nurse in the city. This should give everybody new hope and new excitement to reach out for Christ. It needs to be a lifestyle, not a once-only event in one's life. And I think this is what, uh, what uh, a revival, a uh, outreach in the city, a weekend of uh, preaching uh, can engender in the church. The churches are forever changed with new hope and new opportunities to reach out in the community. 
It is an exciting time. I suspect there'd be people in cities who are inspired by what's been going on in Broken Hill. Uh, And sometimes in cities, when people think of, uh, well, an evangelistic event and 70-plus people who've gone forward for uh, first-time decisions and salvations, for people in big cities, they might be thinking, well, those numbers don't seem very significant. But for smaller country towns, those numbers are just fabulous. They are huge. Uh, What a wonderful breakthrough. Neil, I was told, I don't know the exact number, but I was told by the local church leaders, the local church leaders told us that on any one Sunday in Broken Hill, between 300 and 400 people attend church. That's it. All the denominations combined, mm. 300 to 400 people combine church attendance in any one Sunday in Broken Hill on average. Now, 70 new decisions for Christ is a big number in relation to that. George, sometimes people think of revivals, uh, and uh, revival, of course, uh, is sometimes uh, misinterpreted to uh, be thinking about uh, people who are a part of an awakening, new new people coming to faith in Christ for the first time. Revival really is something that happens in the heart of uh, already existing believers, isn't it? It's it's something that uh, this this stirs those revival fires in the hearts of people. Revival in the house of God first, revival in my heart first, and that would propel us to reach out to the community, to reach out to our cousins, fathers, mothers, friends, schoolmates. So revive me, Lord, so that I will then desire to reach out with the good news of Jesus Christ to others. Just to say, we're trying to get in touch with Bill Newman, who's Australia's best-known evangelist, and he's been a part of what you guys have been doing. We're just trying to get him on the phone and just having a little bit of trouble getting through to Bill. I had a chat to him a little earlier and just to set up to say, Bill, can you be available to chat? We're just trying to get a hold of Bill. Uh, Bill Newman is uh, an evangelist here in Australia, and uh, he's been working in Australia for... We're losing count of the decades now. Uh, But certainly there are... uh, new evangelists that are rising up as well to follow in the footsteps of the likes of Bill Newman. How important is it for people to get inspired by the likes of Will Graham and say, I think I could be an evangelist too. I believe I'm called by God. Absolutely essential. Uh, We need our own evangelist. Bill Newman is truly a great evangelist. He still holds many very large uh, uh, crusades overseas, uh, sometimes in Australia. He's a good friend of the... uh, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He has helped us in many places around the world. In fact, he's been traveling with Will Graham. Um, he was with Will Graham uh, in uh, India and Japan. He's going with Will Graham to PNG next uh, month when Will preaches there. And, of course, he was here in Broken Hill, and he preached in Broken Hill. And so he's, he's, he's at hand. In case uh, Billy Graham uh, goes to be with the Lord, Will, Will Graham will have to interrupt and uh, get on the first plane out of whatever country he's in. And uh, Bill uh, Newman has so kindly agreed to uh, shadow uh, Will Graham wherever he goes. And of course, we, uh, we give him great opportunity to preach as he did and an amazing, amazing message here on Sunday morning in Broken Hill where we had a huge response of uh, people going forward 
to, to refresh, renew their love for Jesus. It looks like we're not going to be able to get a hold of Bill Newman to be a part of our conversation today. Uh, we're thinking he may well have just gotten onto a plane, but I'd like to just continue to talk about evangelists for a moment because uh, sometimes we think of those new converts, people making first-time decisions to follow Christ. There's also an inspiration that happens from an event like this where people are inspired to pursue a more active evangelism approach and actually look to actively evangelize and reach out to people. It's absolutely essential. It is our personal responsibility as believers to reach out. Some, of course, have the gift of evangelism, which they may not be aware of, but all of us, all of us have a responsibility to reach out with the love of Christ. If we know the value of salvation, if we know the value of that peace that passes all understanding, if we know the value of eternal life, if we know the value of intimate relationship with Jesus, our Savior, why would we not want to share it with others? That's right. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, that, as you said, is uh, our responsibility, every individual's responsibility to begin to evangelize. Uh, Coming back to the weekend there in Broken Hill, Reality 2014, Will Graham, uh, the grandson of the iconic evangelist Billy Graham, uh, were people inspired uh, to actually be a part of an event like this because of the connection with the Billy Graham name? Well, the, the Billy Graham name is well known still around the world. Many Christian leaders, in fact, in, in Australia came to faith uh, decades ago through the uh, Billy Graham Crusades and then the uh, Franklin Graham Crusades. And so the, the name is still well known. But the one thing about uh, the Billy Graham name, the organization, the name, is that we are known for the simple gospel of Jesus Christ. Just a simple gospel. We, and so it's a safe name. Different denominations can get around this name, can cooperate using this name so as to reach out uh, to the community without any fear of, uh, of uh, different uh, slants on the gospel. It is a simple gospel of Jesus Christ that unites all churches. It's, it's, it's safe ground in which everybody can agree with, can stand on to reach out as a combined church uh, in, a, in a town to reach out, or in a city, to reach out to the community. It is a safe name for the gospel because we major on the simple gospel of Jesus Christ. So much can be learned from that simple gospel because the more educated we get, the more sophisticated we feel we are, uh, it somehow or other gets in there and starts to complicate the simple message. Absolutely. There are the gospel is for everybody. It is for the elite and for the uneducated of any culture, any nation around. It is a simple message. Jesus came with a very simple message. It's a very simple, understandable message, and we should never complicate it. And we'll continue to talk about it on uh, 2020 and on the Vision Radio Network. Well, it's just been a fabulous weekend. More than 70 first-time decisions at the Reality 2014 event with Will Graham in Broken Hill. Uh, Just great to be talking to George Rodriguez, who's the Executive Director of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. George, thanks so much for being available to be part of a bit of a debrief on what it all means to have this particular outreach on in Broken Hill. Great pleasure. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.